0: in today's podcast we feature a webinar with torlando hakes that focuses on how to get found on find a painter by optimizing your find a painter listing this webinar provides an overview of pca resources professional success opportunities and the best ways to connect to your pca peers
1: thank you i'm so glad to be here and and uh you know i gotta say to, to anybody who's who's watching this um live on the live stream or who's watching a, a recording um i'm i'm so grateful for the for the pca audience the fi- the uh paint ed audience um yeah I, I it's just such a pleasure for me to uh be able to host that show and uh you know i look i'm not that special okay i'm 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 a guy who ran a painting company and and became a member of the pca uh you know a, a long time ago and i i saw the people who were you know getting on stage and who were speaking and and providing content to the audience and i just felt that pull and and something inside me said man i could take the stuff that that i've that i've been learning both the stuff that i've been failing on and the stuff that i've been winning at and and I, and I would love to be able to share that and the PCA has been such a wonderful vehicle for me. Uh, to be able to do that so i'm I'm very, very grateful for everything that the, the PCA does now, um, you know we do have a couple people um, in this audience here in the in the zoom and and I want to make sure that at, at the very least that i'm giving you guys some direct. Uh, tangible stuff that you can that you can walk away with today, so just so that I'm not wasting your time. And so I actually want to start with with a kind of a reverse Q&A. And I want uh, you know, maybe we can start with John because his mic is open. Um, I want to know uh, what is your biggest pain point surrounding getting found as a paint contractor? And if that's not your problem, if you are uh, as busy as could be, Um, what is the biggest pain point surrounding managing your lead volume? John, what, what, what are your thoughts there?
2: Um, I'm actually just hired a brand strategist. Uh, our focus is going to be more on relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, I have tried the Google, I've tried all the, the paint choices and the home advisor, uh, no success. Mm. I'm uh, going back to my roots, uh, great customer service, uh, painting with your heart and referrals, referrals, referrals. Good. Uh, so that's pretty much our strategy. So instead of focusing hundreds of dollars to generate one lead, I focus a couple extra hours with the customer and develop a relationship with.
1: Yeah. That that is that is that is brilliant for one, and and it's totally in alignment with uh, with what I what I believe and and uh, and preach. Uh, you know, I th- I think that uh, you're right. You know, it's it's very easy to spend a lot of money with Google, <laughs> a lot of money with with Home Advisor. You know, and and look, I mean, you know, Home Advisor. I believe they're an industry partner, and so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dog on them or anything like that. But they but everyone, every one of them has their gaps. I remember uh, one time when I was a contractor, I went to the paint store, I saw this guy, he needed uh, an estimate for a, a mural. And we were one of the only companies in town that had artists on our team and, and we could do murals. It wasn't a main, you know, uh, service of ours, but we could do it. And he he pulled me over and said "Torlando, to I've got this huge uh, ceiling mural that I need to do. And I, and I'd love to have you come out. And I said, sure, let's, let's do Friday. And, uh, and the very next day I was using, I was using a, a, a lead gen service, like, uh, like the one that you're talking about. And he used that to find a company. I spent $80 on an estimate that I had already booked.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had that
1: happen too. Yeah.
2: I've had that. Um, yeah. So, my, my belief, and I take an idealistic approach, my belief is that when you give, when you produce more than what the customer expects, the work will refer itself. Yeah. Uh, and so far, I have grown this company, basically referral, 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 referral. Um, uh, if I want to continue to grow at some point, I'm going to have to start generating some organic leads. But I think what I'm going to do is develop within our team and teach them how to get, get their own referrals.
1: Good. Good. So okay. That's going, so- be,
2: that's going to be pretty much the strategy. And then the SEO on the, we have a new website being built and that's going to be launched on the 27th and that's built for SEO
1: scheduling, touch-ups.
2: Uh, you'll be able to schedule anything right through the website.
1: Very nice. Very nice. Cool. Um, Monique, if, if you would like to ask a question with, with regarding, um, you know, how are you? Uh, is there any pain point regarding getting found right now or if you are doing well at that, but but you're having a hard time managing lead volume? What is your biggest p- pain point in this arena?
3: Mm, my pain point I'm, I'm into at this point generating revenue. Um, Mm -hmm. So um, one of my biggest concerns is just to make sure I continue to lead flow i've actually had great success with home advisory, Um, we Mm -hmm. are, we do a lot of stuff but we do commercial and residential and painting drywall and framing. Um, And for a bit i've kind of taken a little just a pivot to residential work to do. um, to do that versus my commercial. And I've done it through home advisory. Um, I've, I kind of work with them and making sure I understand the leads because I had a lead on, yes, uh, I had a lead. I'm still working on that lead. That's, that's my pain point right there, there, that little $600 job, but I'm sorry, I'm I'm digressing. But anyways, I had a lead and it was, that's what it was. It was $675. I should have charged more, but it was $675 and they charged me $149. And so I just, I'm, I'm very thrifty. Mm-hmm. Um, I inspect everything when it comes to a dollar. And so I just called them. I said, Hey, look, you charged me $149 for this lead. This is not a, you know, it was for a fence this is not for 1500 uh, square foot fence it's a very it's, it's a it's a quarter of a fence and you know I talked to them showed them the data and they 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 corrected it so um that's been successful for me but I, I do I do appreciate and understand that you know the brand generation that's that's huge right that's the next step but for me I, I think I, I'm gonna continue to use. Um, both because I I have to say home advisory and I, and no, nothing bad on port. I used to use porch.com, but right now my greatest success is with, um, home advisory and it's really paid for itself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now,
3: one thing I will say with home advisory is I do not do, I do the, I do where I pick my own leads. So I don't have a budget and they just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. I can kind of choose how much I want to spend. I will say that. And that I like. I don't like the automatic leads where they send them to me because that can be costly and sure. no benefit.
1: Sure, sure. Okay, cool. That. Uh, thank you guys for that. That gives me a lot of context for uh, how I kind of want to shape this this uh, discussion here because um, you know to to both John and Monique's point, um, the the brand the 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 way that you present your brand in in your marketplace is critical to making all of that stuff work. Okay, the you know, one of the challenges with the lead generation sites is that you are put on a list of other contractors and when you're put on a list of other contractors. uh, You know there are good things about that, um, because it does allow you to get found, but when you have a strong brand in your market um, it's going to allow you to command higher prices, because you have that uh, that power and and there is a there is a very important way of going about building your brand up and building your credibility and being members of the pca is is one of those you know I remember going to uh, estimates and and saying you know we're members of the pca which is a a trade association that's been around since 1884 and they're dedicated to elevating the status and the the level of workmanship that we uh, produce and we are the only members in my town that are are members of the PCA and that meant something that meant that they knew and trusted that we were going to do a better job they trusted us compared to the to the the huge list of painters that they were getting in other places. So you know at at, a, at every stage of business at every stage of, of running a contracting company, um, you know the first phase is really all about trying to get found and when you factor into that the uh, seasonality of running a paint business uh you you your ability to be found in the winter time can be challenging because more people are available less people are painting and so the the supply and demand aspect kind of flips and we ha- and and as much as this last year has been uh crazy amazing for us we all know that winter's coming and we're all going to experience a, a little bit of a dip um or at least we're not going to grow as as fast so the first thing that every painting company has to worry about is how do I get found how does my brand get found um either online or in real world in the real world and then once that train starts moving and you get the lead flow happening then the question is how do I manage that lead flow because now I'm I'm as busy as I ever have been I don't have time to write the business. and I and I honestly I mean I remember days where I would be up until 2 a.m., 3 a.m., because I have I had five bids that I needed to get out and, uh, and, and it was just too much. You know, my relationship at home was struggling. I wasn't sleeping enough. I was stressed as all, all get out. And it, and it was just it was too much. It was too much. And um, the thing about it is that when you're trying to one of the one of the most challenging things about running a painting company really is the schedule. The schedule is just so freaking difficult to to pin down. I remember going to a chapter meeting uh, with the PCA up in up in Indianapolis, and we were like, "Okay, we're gonna talk, and we're gonna have a round table and figure out how to deal with our our schedule." That's that's the topic that we're gonna talk about. And uh, one of the old, uh, you know, one of one of the old, uh, uh, you know, champions of the PCA, Dave Riker. Um, he, I said, Dave, how do you handle the scheduling? And he just said, "Well, you know, I I just go like this, and and then I just throw a dart at the schedule, <laughs> and you know, it's it's such a it's it can be such a mess. It can be so difficult to manage our schedule, especially when uh, as contractors we're the ones that are um, doing the estimates, and we have a responsibility to manage production, um, and and for some folks, they're they're still." Um, actually producing work and so they're having to pull off the job site to, to go do an estimate and the the schedule is so difficult. In my philosophy, you want to be able to separate the person selling the job from the person who's responsible for getting the job done as soon as possible in your company. Because there's uh, this this concept that I call meter versus makers, there are people who meet and there are people who make. And the type of schedule that each person has is vastly different people who meet they do a lot of meetings their schedule is broken up into one hour increments. You know they they've got an appointment at nine they got an appointment at 10 they got appointment at one well that's never going to work for somebody who has to make stuff. The person who has to make stuff they have to they need at least three to four hours of a good chunk of time to actually make progress, and so, if you are running a business. Where you are in the field managing production or even doing production and you're responsible for the estimates. Your day is never going to be as productive as it could be, because you are in conflict with the meter and maker schedule, you have to separate those out and either find somebody who can do the making or find somebody who can do the meeting, and this is something that I i'm fairly passionate about, I get kind of hyped up on, is that too many people follow the gurus that are out there who tell them that in order for them to succeed in in their painting company, that they have to become a salesperson. I call BS on that. You do not have to become a salesperson to be successful in your business if that's not where your passion lies. Where you will succeed is where you are following your passion and you are happy with the work that you're doing. If you delegate all the stuff that you're good at, if you delegate everything that you enjoy and that you that you know better than anybody else, and you delegate it to somebody who doesn't do it as well, the thing that you care about is going to suffer. The quality is going to go down, and you're going to be left with the thing that you don't actually really like, and no. and you're and you're not going to be able to grow your business that way. You're just not. And and I understand that so I I, you know I ran I ran my painting company for um, for about 10 years, I was a a painter uh, by trade for about seven years before that Um, recently I made a switch to uh, I I made an industry switch to. uh, uh, To marketing and selling software that's um, that's where this you know the find a painter thing comes in, Um, but I have years of experience in the in the contracting industry and I remember it, I remember. Uh, you know the, the the summertime when it was so busy and I'd have all these calls and I'd get back to the office and I had 11 missed calls and I have to follow up on them. But then I remember the, uh, the winter time where it was like I gotta I gotta get every single lead that is coming through the door. And I, there was a, there was a day I came uh, to the office and I had a bunch of uh, uh, missed calls because they they called overnight you know when when the office was closed and so i start following up there was a, a a lady we were playing phone tag for for weeks and and it was february and we were in desperate need of this job and so it wasn't the thing that i, I was not letting this lead go we fo- i followed up with her 12 times before i actually got her on the phone to schedule an appointment she was always you know on the store at the store she had her kids in her hands it was it was too hard to get a hold of her, but I needed that job because I, you know, I just I just needed the leads and when I got there, when I got to the job, we closed it and I and I promise you it was a job big enough, it actually saved my company that year because the, the lead volume had dried up in the wintertime, it was it was tough. And so I, I understand how essential and important it is to not only capture every lead that comes in. But then when you're in a time of plenty to manage that schedule and to and to be up all night trying to write all the bids and, and get them out the door. I, I've totally been there and i'll tell you when I implemented this tool, which is, uh, which is the basis of find a painter, which is online scheduling. Uh, everything changed for me, I, I went down to zero missed estimates every single person who wanted an estimate who called in. We used a service. Every every call got answered. Every appointment got booked. I, I went down to zero lead slippage. It was literally zero. The schedule uh, was put on autopilot, and I was able to hire two estimators, and I was able to train them very very quickly. And my business doubled within I think about a year. It doubled. Because I was able to hire those two estimators and I remember uh, about a week into hiring hire uh, training, one of them, we were on a ride along. And I was showing her the system and I was showing how it worked on her phone and she was like oh so I just open up my calendar there's the appointment it's kind of like uber but for paint sales and I was like that's exactly it that's exactly what i'm going for here. So uh, what I want to do now is I want to give you guys a, a quick plan. For uh, for how to get found how to tackle the growth and then i'm going to show you um, a little bit of the find a painter pro uh, tool, so that you guys can um, use it, and if you are new members, you have you have access to find a painter it's included in your membership. Um, You, you will be listed, and you will have access to the basic tools so let's talk about how to get found. Right now. We live in a world where if, if, there, if it was ever possible for a painting company to have a brand as impactful and powerful as the major brands, Coca-Cola and Apple, it's today. And some people might think, well, that's, that's nonsense. How can I have a brand as, as impactful as Coca-Cola? The, the difference is that Coca-Cola has an expansive brand. They have a global brand. But in terms of being a local brand you have the ability, through your phone to reach people in your town and to be 100% tip of the tongue when. anytime anybody mentions the word paint they can think of you and it's all through this device right here it's all through this device. So there are two channels that people come to you there's an awareness channel and there's what is called a conversion channel. And your awareness channels are the social media uh, websites. They're the places online that people live and congregate. It's the watering hole. It's where people gather. It's where they go to connect with their friends or see their grandchildren or connect with other businesses. People spend gobs of time on social media, five hours, six hours a day. I mean, it's, it's insane. People are there, the eyeballs are literally there all the time and it's the perfect place to build a brand now a brand. If I were to define what a brand does it's it's really what people expect of you before you walk into the room. And if you walk into the room ie an estimate and they have no context for who you are they've they've picked up your name from a list of people uh or they've uh or from you know they've done a google search online and they just and they have no context google google gives them no context for what kind of company that you are they go to the local listing and they look at the names and then they click the little phone icon and then they call whoever had some stars on on their uh on their profile uh they don't they aren't necessarily doing the type of search to get you familiar with the brand and so what happens is you're going in and they're they're calling three different contractors to come in, and there is literally no difference to the to the consumer between the brands no difference. And what happens there is if there's if there's no way to separate or differentiate in your mind one competitor from another, what is the true differentiator. Well, it has to be price it can't really be anything other than price if there's it, you know the last guy said he does a good job. The person before that said they do a good job okay you do a good job what's what's the difference it's the price, and so, if you are only relying on. um, On channels like that, then you are going to compete on price, but the brand if people know and understand what that brand means before you walk into the room, then they're going to say. Uh, And I and I talked to a guy uh, just yesterday, and he was like you know he he mentioned a company by name, a local company by name, and he says look I know this company is going to charge. You know up the up the wazoo but if I want the quality of service, I know that I got to go there, it was the brand it had nothing to do with the stars or how high they ranked in Google he mentioned them by name and guess what when he goes to Google. Is he gonna search general contractors or is he gonna search for that company by name? Nine times out of 10, he's gonna search for that company by name. And, and you'll notice if you guys pay attention to your metrics on your website, you'll notice that the vast majority of web traffic that you have is, is called, they call it direct. And what direct means is that they have typed in your name into the URL, br- URL browser and they're getting to you because they were familiar with their brand. They either heard about you from a friend, they heard about you from a neighbor, um, they've used you before, they've seen your, your presence around the town, and they're going into Google and they're searching you for, for you by name, not necessarily by category. Okay, So the awareness channels, that is where you want to build your brand, and there's no better way to do that within a painting company than to share videos and photos of your work, and not just the finished work. Okay, this is where I think people miss out. They post the finish work and they think that that's gonna speak for itself. Well, people care about the quality of the finish work, right, but more than that, and I, and I know this because I've done, I've done searches on not only the, the reviews, hundreds of re- reviews that I received, but I've done re- uh, review audits of, of other paint contractors in the industry. And time and time again, what I find is that people care about the quality of the work, that's second. But what's more important than that is the experience that they had. Okay, The experience is more important than the quality of the work. So how do you showcase the experience that you're having with pictures of the final result? You can't. But if you take video and pictures of your crew actually doing the work in process, you can put eyeballs on your crew, they can watch you, they can see the product being made and that instills this sense of trust, you can see oh my gosh they they cover the floors, the people are they're not caked in paint they don't. <laughs> look like crazy people are uh, they look like respectable people, and that is a company that I can trust in my home, and so you have the tools right in your pocket. To produce the content that people want that's going to make a huge difference, and when that content pops up over and over and over again in their social media feeds and they see the name of your company. Next to those images your brand is going to be associated with a painting experience that makes a difference that they can trust and that they want to have. Now another mistake that people make when they think about social media is that they are pushing so hard on the idea of if I put out content and it's gotta turn into a lead, okay? The, the thing is, is that leads, people paint when they have reached their personal breaking point, when they have been staring at their wall and they've been looking at this you know wallpaper from 1972 for so long that they're just like, I've had it. I gotta get this stuff out, I can't take it anymore. But your advertisement, which is like, oh, here's a deal, or, oh, here's, you know, buy this, buy that, that doesn't move people to paint. Okay, what moves people to paint is when they feel like they've had enough. And so what you want to do is you want to, what you want to do is you want to generate a desire to paint rather than using your social media to hit them over the head with buy now, buy now, buy now. They will ignore that stuff. But if you can create some eye candy with your phone and and say, "Man, and and they're looking at the pictures and they're looking at the work, they're looking at the crew doing the work, but then they do see the final results, what they're going to see is what that's going to create is a desire. Man, that's a beautiful house. I wish my house looked like that. I wish my house looked like that." And then they're going to turn around and see the 1972 wallpaper and they're gonna think, "I got to do something about that. We got to we got to we got to send these people a message, right? And so, once they hit that point they're going to go to what's called a conversion channel now there are a lot of different conversion channels out there and a conversion channel is a place online that they are going to convert into a booked estimate okay. Uh, the lead generators, they are legitimate okay I I use them, I was on angie I was on home advisor I was on thumbtack um, I do think that they're legitimate to to a large degree. Um, but you do have to be careful about the cost and you do have to realize that you are going up against, um, other competitors that, you know, may, uh, you may not be able to differentiate yourself with, without having done the, the branding work up front. Um, Google is another conversion channel that local listing you pop up there, same deal, people will convert to that. Um, but here's the thing, they will ignore the competitors if they have seen you in the awareness channel okay and and that's one thing that I always tell people when I'm when I'm talking about marketing is what you have to look out for is that you're going to get engagement in the awareness channel in social media they may or may not convert at that point but a lot of times what's going to happen is they're going to say okay now I'm ready to paint and and what the name that's coming to my mind is is abc painting so I'm going to go to google and type in abc painting and or I'm gonna go to Google and I'm gonna type in you know painters near me, and then when they see the company that has hit them with the brand, they're gonna click on that one. And if your price is good and the process for booking with you is simple enough, they might not call somebody else. Okay, so your conversion channels are the are Google, the um, the lead direct the uh, the directory sites, um, and this will include find a painter. Okay, find a painter's on that list. Um, But, but also your website is a conversion channel so once you have figured out how to tackle getting found, then you want to start tackling the growth okay. Um, And to to tackle the growth, the thing that you need most is is an operational system Okay, how does your company go from generating the lead to capturing it to getting in touch with that person to scheduling the appointment to servicing the, the appointment. Um, like I said before, it is very challenging to go from, uh, from being in the field, doing a lot of work, managing the crews, bouncing around to different job sites, and then you you get a call and shoot, I'm, I'm at, I'm on another estimate right now, shoot, and I'm getting this call. So now I gotta, now I gotta call them back and then I gotta, you know, call them, Hey, what's up? Um, you know, I'd love to help you. What does your schedule look like? Oh, I, can you do, you know, can you do Saturday at noon? No, I'm, I'm with my family. Can you do next you know Monday like you know how this goes It's this back and forth Uh, it's super annoying it's not convenient for anybody, nobody likes doing it. Um, And it's it's a huge pain in the butt and you need an operational system to deal with this, Um, I recommend time blocking and and time blocking what that is, is you are setting aside specific time slots on your weekly calendar to where you are available for an estimate. It could be around you know key times are um, morning middle of the day and early evening right. Um, that gives you enough time if you do need to bounce between jobs and and say you know say what's up to the crew and check quality that gives you time to do that, um, but time blocking that way is, is really beneficial now here's how you know how to make the math work so. You what you want to do is you want to take your your revenue your revenue goal, and you want to say Okay, I have this revenue goal, this is how much money, I want to you know earn this year. So the question is how many appointments do I need to generate throughout the year in order to hit this goal. and In order to do that, you need to know what your closing ratio is what your average sale is and how many uh, weekly slots it'll take in order to reach that total revenue goal and so let's say um. Let's say you have uh, you, you set up you want to let's say you want to reach $500,000 of, of new uh, of, of new work and your average sale is uh, $3,000 and your closing ratio is 50% well in order to hit that number, you're going to have to expand your availability by eight appointment slots in the week okay. So the the math that I did is said okay you got eight appointment slots, my average sale is $3,000 so times 3000 and then my closing ratio is 50% times 50% and then i'm going to get pretty close to $500,000 right that's that's the math and so you just have to make sure that you have enough slots available in order to reach that uh, reach that revenue goal. And then what I like to do is I like to have technology facilitated management, and this is where a tool like find a painter comes in with the online scheduling because it's going to allow you to. Uh, to book out those time slots and and if you have a good funnel that goes from your awareness channel to your conversion channels, then on the site they're going to type in. Uh, you know their information pick a time that's on your calendar that's on your time block calendar, and it's just gonna they're gonna uh, sign up, and then it's gonna show up right on your phone calendar, and all you have to do is click on the address and show up and be yourself. So it's it's technology facilitated. It's totally automated. Now, here's the deal. What if you're like you're th- saying, to Atlanta, I'm as I'm as busy as I could possibly be lead generation isn't necessarily my problem. I have other problems too i i can't find people i i'm trying to get people to to work for me well the find a painter tool is going to help you there as well because you could use it for your hiring funnels as well so it's the same concept you put your brand out there and people are looking at that especially the people who would be in your target uh audience for who would be painters they see your brand they see your company culture they see the type of people who are working for you because they see those pictures and then they land on your website on the hiring page and then they select a time for the interview. I, I first did this uh, several years ago, um, I, I needed to hire and I ran an ad on Facebook and I think I got like 60 applicants and I was totally overwhelmed by that I was like oh my gosh, how am I supposed to get through 60 applicants, this is insane. I can't sift through all this they're not they're not all going to be high quality they're not all going to show up to the interview they're not going to answer the phone, I know this you guys know this. How on earth, am I going to handle this, so what I did is I set up a, a simple link through the tool that was a 15 minute phone interview. And I used the form to be the application questions the basic application questions that I wanted to answer, and so, when the lead came through and in Facebook, it comes through on your messenger. I was able to send a link and said hey thank you for um, and I actually automated it so I said you know I'd used a, a an auto autoresponder and said hey thanks for your application to continue uh, applying and, and and schedule a 15 minute drive by interview book at this link okay that weeded out so many people because yeah. a lot of them didn't want to fill out the form Um, Or you know I had certain requirements in the form and they didn't you know they didn't have a valid driver's license or they you know they didn't have a a smartphone or something like that they got it weeded out and then I would have these 15 minute interviews. And it was just again, it was just on my calendar, and I was able to say oh shoot I got a 15 minute phone call here and I click it open or oh i've got a 15 minute zoom call here click it open and then i'm talking to the person asking them my my uh, my 15 minute interview questions and if they pass that. Then I would send them another link that said okay go to the um, schedule an hour long interview and we're going to go we're going to go in depth. Okay, so it, so it's all about when you when you're talking about tackling the growth. It's all about creating an operational system that is going to manage your time effectively, so that you can get the outcomes that you know you need. After that you set it on autopilot. So." That's that's kind of you know that's a a short phase of of what i'm you know what i'm talking about here and real quick i'm going to show you just a little bit about find a painter and then, uh, and then we can you know we can pause for questions or we can just close it out. Um, So let me go ahead and open this up we we designed this site uh, for the PCA Um, it's find a painter, and this is really cool Um, the the basic idea is that people will be able to search and find you. And the fact that you have that PCA brand, especially when you are contractor member or accredited member that brand recognition that name. That carries weight to your customer being a part of association carries weight and so it's going to set you apart from the competition, who is who are not members of the PCA. And, uh, and so it basically all you have to all you're going to do here they're going to search for their address they're going to find a contractor in their area, and then they can actually book an estimate or a phone call. Right from the right from the website we're also doing a really great job of spotlighting our Members on on this site, so um, you know we've got different paint contractors from uh, across the country who are sending the PCA. uh, pictures of their work pictures of them, I mean look at that, this is the perfect example okay apex painting they got this little kid and he's showing them how to paint that is somebody that you can trust in your home right. Stock photos of a pretty house don't do that real pictures of real people doing great things and great work that builds that trust. Okay, and I think that the PCA is doing a really great job of of, uh, helping our our members do that. So if I if I click search, then what pops up is uh, is the address bar and I can just search by city so i'm going to go ahead and search in Indianapolis um, because I live in Indiana. And, uh, and I'm going to find, a, and then here we've got our list of PCA uh, contractor members all here. Okay, really some really great companies here. Uh, Ron Adams, True Craftsman, On It Painting, wonderful contract, uh, commercial contracting company. Uh, they do really, really amazing work. Um, I prepared a little demo here. Uh, this is not a real company, this is just fake. Uh, but if I click on their profile, um, what happens is it loads the booking site. And so, on the left here, you're going to have the name of your company, a little link to the website, an address, phone number, your Twitter account, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, you could put a little description up here. And what this does, this is this is pre-built in. And so, what you'll be able, to, what your customer will be able to do, is they'll be able to say, okay, today's the 20th, and I will, I'm selecting a range of when I would like to be seen. Now, if you upgrade your membership on this, you can dial it in and you can set the exact time, it could say nine o'clock on a Wednesday, but what it's doing right now it's just selecting a range because I know some people aren't quite ready. uh, To have their their schedule taken over so let's select a range somewhere between the i'm available somewhere between the 10th and the 12th I click continue and we've got um, information here, it can auto fill some of this stuff Um, you can put in the preferred time um describe your project uh living room walls and ceilings and then how did you hear about us um you know google search find a painter like, through this site right so you fill all that out and um i gotta do something here there you go and then you click continue And then there's all that information you click book it and now what's happening here is that information is going to your email that you have listed. As a as a PCA Member, and if you and you've got your phone number in there, and so a text message will go and it'll say hey you've got a um, you've got an estimate that they want to do it between Wednesday and and Friday Um, they prefer the morning. You've got their phone number give them a call and uh, go do the estimate now, you can take this whole thing, and you can plug it into your website. You can customize the the colors and the brand and you can have this and you can use it to manage multiple salespeople. you can use it to uh, to grow your team and you could use it in your hiring funnel as well, so this is is a really exciting tool that we've got uh, happening with uh, with the PCA. And we're so excited to to roll it out and get it in the hands of uh, of contractors, so uh, as I close this out, and I think I went a little long, uh, but that's you know that's me that's what I do uh, <laughs> the the What I want to impress upon you is that when i uh, when I implemented a tool like this, online booking into my business, we grew, we grew like crazy and it saved so much time it actually enabled me to build a sales people sales team I had two salespeople. I didn't have to manage their schedule at all, the whole marketing funnel was automated and and i'll tell you i'll tell you one story that I that I, I it was it was just the coolest thing, I was at a home show and I wasn't even in the I didn't even have a booth it was in another town. And I saw a guy that I knew back in my town, he came up to me, said "Torlando, I've got to get you over to my house to give me a a quote on my cabinets. And I said, um, oh, shoot. And I wasn't ready because I was just a participant. I had a bag of popcorn. I was enjoying myself. And and I didn't even have a card on me. And so I said, hey, um, let's do this. And I pulled out my phone and I typed, I pulled up my booking link and I handed him the phone and I said, find a time that works on your schedule. He did it right there. In 30 seconds we had an appointment scheduled that appointment went to my sales rep they went out the next week they closed the job. Okay, and they they printed out the work order handed it to my crew, all I had to do was show up and build that relationship that john was talking about and make it easy for them to book and I remember being with my friend and I told him I said I have a 50-50 shot of netting $500 in my pocket take home from that 30 second uh conversation and it happened so uh it's it's <laughs> you gotta get on this stuff it's so powerful it's so cool and uh and I'm, I'm really excited for uh this this collaboration that we're doing with the pca because i think it's just going to add so much value to our members
0: painted podcasts are produced by the painting contractors association and is made possible by members and industry partners